Real Estate Reckoning with your host, Doug Wool. This is Doug Wolf, and thank you once again for joining our podcast, Real Estate Reckoning. Just a quick disclaimer before we get into our topic today, and that is that I am a licensed realtor in the state of Virginia with Redefy Real Estate. I'm a principal broker. And so some of the topics that we do discuss may or may not pertain specifically to your state or your country. And so we want to make sure that you do realize that if you have legal questions, you need to seek legal counsel. I am not giving any type of legal advice, just some real estate ideas, once again, may or may not pertain specifically to your state or country. So let's get right into our topic. So today's topic is homeowners insurance and flood insurance. And we have a guest with us today, Tom Freyridge, uh, with Choice Insurance Agency. And uh, Tom is an agent with them. And uh, Tom, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? Tell us a little bit about yourself and Choice Insurance Agency. Uh, hi, Doug. Thanks. Thanks for having me on today. I really appreciate it. Um, Choice Insurance Agency started uh, about eight years ago. Uh, we were actually born out of the necessity uh, for coastal uh, insurance for homes that are close to the ocean and on the waterfront. Um, needed somebody uh, locally here in Virginia Beach that could handle all of those uh, things that the other agencies really didn't want to deal with, uh, the coastal problems and the flood insurance. And uh, we've grown a lot. Uh, we're now licensed in every state from New York to Florida, including Pennsylvania and D.C. Um, but our core is kind of still the same. We still kind of specialize in those coastal, uh, coastal issues. Okay. So it sounds like uh, generally, do, do you guys sell insurance for other insurance companies? Like I see you have a priority uh, sign things like that. What we're a we're a brokerage. We actually okay, write insurance through uh, probably fifty different companies. Um, we've got access to multiple markets: uh, Travelers, Hartford, American Strategic, Safeco, Chubb, AIG. I mean, just to name a few. Plus, we've got a ton of non-standard stuff. We write through uh, Lexington, QBE, Lloyd's of London all kinds of different markets. So a consumer, uh, let's say in this situation where we're talking about homeowners, uh, uh, um, somebody who's buying a house, they could come to you and you could literally shop the best rate for them for specific to that property. Each, each company has its own uh, preferred type of business in the coastal environment. And so what we do is we take that particular property, that particular homeowner, and we find them the best fit out of all the companies that are available. Okay. Well, that makes, that makes sense. Okay. Well, let's talk about a couple of things more specific to the actual homeowners, uh, insurance policy. So what, why do we, why does a, why does a, a consumer need homeowners insurance? Well, it's, it's kind of a, a risk, uh, it's a risk management tool. Uh, a lot of people can't afford, if they're, if they're $200,000 or $300,000 home or $500,000 home were to burn to the ground, they would not be able to afford to replace it just out of their own pocket. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, they have a loan on it usually, they owe money on it. Um, and so in most cases, uh, the reason why you have homeowner's insurance is because the mortgage, one, requires it, and two, if you suffer a catastrophic loss like that, you don't have to come out of your own pocket to replace the home. You only have to pay your insurance premiums every year. Okay. So is 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 that something, is renter's insurance similar to that, or how, how about somebody who doesn't actually own a home, do they need insurance? 
Well, there's different aspects of of insurance. There's the property portion, which is the one that replaces the home itself or the or the personal property in the case of renter's insurance, the stuff that you have in your apartment or your house. Um, but then there's also the liability portion of it, which pays off the damages that you may cause due to your own negligence. Uh, if you leave the uh, toilet overflowing or the or if uh, you know a pipe bursts and it ruins your downstairs neighbor or something like that, or your dog bites somebody. So there's different aspects of homeowner's insurance. Renter's insurance incorporates the personal property, which is your belongings, but it also provides for the liability portion as well um, in case you accidentally uh, cause damage to somebody else. Okay, so there's a lot of moving pieces with it. Some of it has to do specific with the property itself, protecting the property. Some of it has to do with liability insurance. Um, I'm going to guess that uh, homeowner's insurance covers personal property as well and and how did how do you determine how much personal property needs to be covered you know most companies have a a percentage of the dwelling because you can only fit so much stuff so most of the time into a certain house so if you've got a a two hundred thousand dollar dwelling you might have 50 or 75 percent of that um have you know personal property for your bedroom sets and your clothes and your furnishings and and all that stuff. Um, so it really depends. And basically, we just discuss with the client how much they feel is an adequate amount to cover their belongings. Okay, I understand. Well, let's talk about cost then. What determines the cost of a homeowner's insurance policy? Well, there's a number of factors that come into play with this. Uh, it used to be that credit scoring was a tremendous portion of it because People with rapidly decreasing credit scores uh, are not in a financial position to be able to handle a claim properly um, in most cases. So it can be more expensive if you have lowering credit or rapidly decreasing credit. Um, Age of the home is probably one of the biggest factors in the coastal environment. And that has to do with the quality of the construction and the wind codes and the construction codes to be able to handle a catastrophic hit like a hurricane or some type of nor'easter. Okay, so it sounds like the primary points on that would definitely be the age of the home and credit score. So for a consumer who's thinking about buying a house they're currently renting, they need to really maintain a, a good credit score for a number of reasons, and one probably they've never thought of is to save money on the cost of their homeowner's insurance. It's true. Um, we do have uh, companies out there, and some of them are admitted carriers, uh, not just the QBEs and the Lloyds, the non-admitted carriers. Um, they don't consider credit. They rate strictly on a property and a location basis. A location could also play a big fit, how far it is from the ocean, how far it is from a flood zone, that type of thing. Um, so we've got companies out there that don't consider credit, and, and we'll use them when we need to if the case calls for it. Okay. How about a deductible? When, when, what is a deductible, and, and will a higher deductible lower my premium? What, what, what is, can you explain a little bit about that and what a deductible is? Generally, yes. A higher deductible will lower your premium, but you reach a point of diminishing returns. Um, so there's different types of deductibles out there. There's the, there's the other than all peril deductible. There's the wind deductible. There's the hurricane deductible. Um, and the big difference between the three deductibles is a hurricane deductible only comes into play for wind damage caused by a hurricane or a named tropical storm. So if it's a nor'easter or a tornado, then you're 
all other perils deductible will apply if a hurricane deductible is the only other deductible on the policy. A wind deductible is, comes into play for any type of wind damage whatsoever, regardless of the source of the wind. And then there's your all other perils deductible, which would be fire, water, and anything else, theft, uh, that comes into play, other than wind. Yeah, I've, I've always heard that homeowner's insurance is for pretty much a major catastrophe. And so, you know, if, if you put a whole bunch of small claims on your homeowner's policy and, and because you have a low deductible and you can afford to do that, is that going to change your rate? Yeah, drastically, if you ever have to switch policies, buy a new house, or no longer eligible for that particular policy that you're in. Um, we see it all the time, especially uh, among military. There is a company out there that the military uses um, a lot of military people use that don't really penalize people too much for filing claims. Um, but what ends up happening is they'll have a, you know, four or five claims that are under $5,000 and then they'll go to switch out of that company and, uh, they won't be able to get insurance with anybody else because of their claims history. And it really, uh, can be catastrophic. It can be a real eye opener at the time that they're being forced to switch. Right. So, well, let me ask you this. If does the insurance policy and the determination of how much it costs, does it does it follow the property at all? So, I mean, if a property has a history of claims and it, now we've got a whole new owner, can that still directly affect the new owner? It can. Well, so each company is different. Like I said, uh, in certain cases, the claim can follow the property, and we see that with a history of certain types of piping systems certain type of uh, wiring stuff that is just an unfavorable condition for that property. Um, but in other cases, the claim follows the individual. So certain companies will take that individual's claim history into account for a new purchase at a different location. Certain companies won't care at all. They'll, uh, they'll be starting you from scratch every time you move to a separate location, and they won't care about previous claims at that location either. So it really depends on the individual company that you're trying to apply for insurance with. Okay. Okay. So something that the consumer needs to pay attention to may or may not apply. Exactly. Okay. Does, does a, uh, for renter's insurance, do you pay for that monthly? You can. Um, generally, there's service charges now for most uh, monthly payments, whether it's an EFT fee of $5 a month or whether it's a credit card charge. In general, it's best to just pay the annual premium up front and get the maximum discounts that you can get. You know, it's the same with the auto insurance. Uh, you know, you can you can get a much lower rate on your insurance, sometimes as much as 10% by just paying it for six months or the one year in full. Okay. What about for homeowner's insurance? How is that paid typically? Well, typically, if it's a mortgage-based, uh, if there's a mortgage on the property, it's paid out of their escrow, and the first year is collected at closing, and then they'll also collect a portion of the next year uh, to go on to pay that bill, along with the taxes and other things that are paid out of the escrow account. Um, you know, the, the mortgage company has an interest in making sure that the home stays insured as well, because if something catastrophic did happen, I mean, that's the asset that they've got a loan on. Um, so they want to make sure it gets rebuilt to where it's worth what they owe, you know, what they paid for it. Mm -hmm. um, so generally it's paid for out of your escrow, but your escrow is paid monthly as part of your mortgage payment. 
Okay. What about somebody who doesn't have a mortgage? Well, they have the option to self-insure. They don't necessarily have to have a policy on the house, uh-huh. but they can. Um, same situation applies. Uh, it's generally paid annually. However, we do have companies out there that will take monthly payments, and some companies will bundle those payments as part of the home auto bundle uh, monthly payment if uh, it works out. In general, it's less expensive uh, because of the discounts to pay it in full for the year. Let's talk about bundling because I, I just heard you mention that. Can can a consumer save money by bundling? You hear this sometimes on commercials. Uh, if you bundle your car insurance with your homeowner's insurance, with your boat insurance, um, is it, do people typically save money when they do that? Especially in coastal areas. Okay. Uh, the homeowner's policy is a loss leader for insurance industries in coastal areas. Um, so because of that, they give a huge discount because the auto policy is a much more profitable policy for insurance industries. So if you've got a company that will bundle and will take that location, it's almost always less expensive to do it that way. Now, that being said... We've got insurance companies that are regional coastal carriers uh, up and down the East Coast from Florida to New York that don't even have an auto product. And their their policies are based uh, without the bundle. So that being, you know, you, you can go both ways depending on the location of the house. But in general, if a admitted carrier will accept that location, the bundle is less expensive. Okay, so typically bundling, you save money and it definitely... Uh, appears that you save money here on the in the coastal areas by bundling with auto, what have you. That being said, when it's eligible, uh, because mm-hmm. of the uh, complex nature of the coastal property insurance, um, a lot of times the companies that offer the bundles uh, may not write the, especially like oceanfront locations. Right. So that brings us pretty much into my next question. Does homeowners insurance have flood insurance already, or is that something completely separate? It's completely separate. That being said, there is a move in the industry right now to offer some limited flood insurance in areas that it's unlikely to flood as an endorsement, um, similar to earthquake insurance, that kind of thing. So there's a move to add it onto the homeowner's policy. But right now, the ones that are required by the mortgage companies and required by the federal government are all written as separate policies. Okay. So... How do you determine if a home needs flood insurance and, and how much flood insurance it's going to need and how much it costs? How do you determine all those factors? The industry uh, uses uh, the FEMA flood maps. They are the standard for the flood zones, and they are the standard for uh, determining the rate based on the base elevation of that particular location and property in comparison to the height of the home built above the ground. Okay. That sounds complicated. It is. It's, <laughs> they, they actually send surveyors out in, in the, and they'll measure how high the house is off the ground and compare that to the FEMA maps. And that's how the rate is determined. Now, in the FEMA-based programs, the rates are all the same regardless of what company writes the rate because they're all based on that elevation difference. There's private flood insurance out there now. And they uh, have their own proprietary maps. And in certain cases, it can be much, much less expensive. But in most cases, the FEMA rates are still the best offered. So if if somebody's looking at a home 
and they think they're thinking about making an offer on it. Is it a good idea to give you guys a call and say, can you give me an idea what my flood insurance or if there is flood insurance required on, on this property? Yeah, we, we can tell you just from a phone call uh, if the flood insurance is going to be required. And then we can also tell you uh, approximately what your rate's going to be. Um, and, and we can tell you exactly what your rate's going to be in certain cases based on the age of the home. Um, homes built prior to 1976 um, have a much higher flood rate if they're not elevated. Um, there's some real differences out there. Any home built after 1976, it requires an elevation certificate if it's in a flood zone. Okay, and do you guys have any tools or people that work for you that can come out and help advise uh, homeowners on how they can save money on their flood insurance? Yeah, we, we have an in-house flood specialist, and, and she's absolutely fantastic. Um, she she can take a look at an elevation certificate and then even give you advice as to whether maybe you should put some sand in the bottom of your crawl space or install some flood vents or, or you know, install some dirt around the outside of your house to increase your elevation in comparison to the house itself. Um, there's a whole lot of stuff that can be done. They call it, it's a whole field of uh, flood mitigation uh, is what it's called. Okay. Well, Tom, we covered a lot of stuff. Uh I don't want to keep you much longer. Is there anything we missed? Anything that you want to make sure that we point out to any of our podcast listeners in reference to renter's insurance, homeowner's insurance, flood insurance, anything like that? Yeah. One of the, one of the things that there's, there's a few things that a lot of homeowners policies exclude um, that you don't think about on a daily basis. Uh, trampolines can be an exclusion on many homeowner policies. Um, diving boards, if you've got a swimming pool, can be an exclusion. And then breed exclusions for certain types of dogs is becoming more commonplace now as well. So if you've got a renter's insurance policy or homeowner's insurance policy and you're, you're concerned about any of those types of things being excluded, it's really best to call somebody like us, like a brokerage, that can break down what the different companies can do for you and explain the differences in the policies. Um, Okay. That's about it. Well, Tom, what's, uh, what's the best contact information for you? You know, the, the best way to reach us is, uh, the internet, obviously it's, you know, or you can call our office 757-416-5100. Our website, uh, www.choiceins.com is a great way to reach us. It also gives a lot of examples and there's a blog discussion about certain coastal things on there as well. Um, so that's wait real quick. So that's C H O I C E dot ins.com no no dot just choice ins.com perfect so c-h-o-i-c-e choice ins.com yep and uh if you want to reach out by email it's quotes at choice ins.com all right perfect tom thank you so much for coming out and uh sharing this information with uh, the consumers this is information that if you're looking to buy or sell property it is imperative that you start shopping for insurance make sure that you've got the proper coverage if you're a seller make sure that all of your uh, uh, i's are dotted and your t's are crossed when you're making the transition and uh, choice insurance great company to give a call call tom visit their website choiceins.com and uh, my name's doug wolf with redefy real estate you can always give me a shout as well 757-515-4728 or you can visit my website bettercalldoug.com we will be back with uh, some more follow-up podcasts uh, this coming month so we thank you so much for stopping by and listening